Hey you guys, what's up? How's it going? Um, so for this episode, I thought it would be how to set boundaries with someone with borderline personality disorder. Um, because I realized in all my relationships with people, it seems like their breaking point with me is when I continuously cross their boundary. But for me, I did not think I was crossing their boundary because, well, I didn't know it was a boundary or, you know, something else or whatever, or maybe I forgot or I was super emotional, you know, however it is, however it was, um, I thought this was good to know for partners of those with BPD or friends or family. So here we go. And as always, please stay tuned. I'm going to have a quick little ad. 30 seconds long, that's it, and then we can continue on to the episode. Thank you for listening. Alright guys, thank you for listening to the advertisement. Uh, Let's get started. Why and how to set um, boundaries with someone with BPD? Well, why? Um, Everyone has boundaries, and... You know, maybe at first it seems like if I do this, I'm going to hurt their feelings or they're going to get triggered or uh, get emotional or something like that. And you know what, maybe we will get emotional and triggered, but you should still set that boundary no matter what. Um, Because your overall mental health is just as important as ours. Um, This speaking to significant other um, friends and family of someone with BPD. Um, that's what, um, this episode is going to be geared toward, um, but also it's just good to know, um, for other borderlines out there, it's, it's just good to know. And again, I'm no expert. This is just how I wish people had set boundaries with me. Uh, and looking back, I think it would have worked, um, just because I, yeah, um, I've crossed a lot of boundaries that, I didn't know we're there, or I was just emotional and wasn't thinking. So, uh, how do we set those boundaries for um, ourselves and express it towards someone with borderline personality disorder? Well, uh, first I'd like to apologize for kind of slurring. Um, I just had some dental work done, and I still cannot feel the left side of my face. Um, But anyway, let's get started. So, at least in my experience, um, when I'm having an episode, majority of times, I don't even remember. Like, once my mood changes, it's changed. The other mood is in the past. It might have just been an hour ago. But, I guess it would be, best way to explain it is not that I expect people to, like, understand and forgive. It's just that... I've moved on, so I assume that they have moved on as well. Um, So, when I'm in that episode, that emotional space, I'm not thinking clearly. I am pure emotion. There is no logic. I feel, I think, I express emotion. Um, In whatever way it may be, it could be my anger and we could be splitting it could be whatever um we are not thinking logically at this point it could be something as silly as 
you know, where's my keys? I'm not sure. Anything like that. Um, So one thing that you guys can do while Borderline is going through the episode, and maybe they're crossing some boundaries with you, um, do not try to logically um, talk to them, basically. I know it sounds silly, just hang on one second, I'll, I'll explain. Um, basically, if you, it, it sounds like you're, when we're in that emotional state and try to logically walk us through something, or um, maybe you're getting emotional as well, and it's going to turn into a big argument, or something like that, Um, And this should be, well, first of all, uh, disclaimer, I guess, um, for every borderline who might be listening. Someone with BPD has to try to work on themselves. We can't just be like, oh, everyone should accept me this way and my emotional craziness. I mean, I wish it was that way, but it's just not healthy. Um, Okay, cool. So that's disclaimer done. Um, So while, yeah, the borderline should also work on... Um, helping themselves and managing it themselves. Um, please, 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 if you are the other person in this situation, do not try to, I know it's so hard, try not to reflect the emotionalness, um, emotionaliness. Uh, try to remain calm. Don't try to, like, talk us through, don't tell us what to do. Um, don't try to be logical and be like that that's not right, this, this, and this, fact, fact, fact. We're pure emotion at that point. Um, so what I suggest is wait a couple minutes, um, maybe say, hey, I'm gonna step away for a second, not because I hate you, always remember reassurance, not because I hate you, not because I don't like you, not because I can't stand you, I just need to step away for a second for my own mental health because this is triggering me or I'm getting overwhelmed. I And you have to say, I will be back in, I don't know, let's say like an hour. I will, or just I will be back. I'll check in with you in a second. Um, and I apologize if you can hear a cat. Um... For example, um, when I was with, um, my ex, I know a lot of examples are with my ex, um, but there's only really three people that I have much experience with, um, that I've, like, actually reflected on and thought about, and that is my former mentor, um, my ex, and my former best friend, um, so bear with me. So, um, for example, um... I was extremely, I had just had a flashback nightmare, and I was extremely emotional, um, it was around 3am, and I ended up, you know, doing shotgun texts, um, machine gun texts, and they're long paragraphs, and, um, my ex is autistic, so they got really overwhelmed. Uh, when they saw it, when they woke up, and nobody wants to be overwhelmed the first thing in the morning, so 
they immediately said, why did you do that, blah, 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 um, how could you, and at that point, my mood had already changed, um, so I thought I had done nothing wrong, and, um, but then walking through, like, hearing what they said, my mood changed to immense sadness and guilt and shame, because, uh, I, well, I did know that they get overwhelmed a lot, but, in that moment, in that emotional moment, it was fine. It was justified. Uh, not justified. That sounds like I did something wrong. I. That is is such a fine line between right and wrong, um, because it it really depends on the person. Um, like for me, in that moment, it was okay. It wasn't. It wasn't like I did something horribly wrong, but. Um, just a few hours later in the morning, like later in the morning, um, I realized I had really messed up and all I'd felt was guilt and shame. And, um, I blame myself and of course who else would I blame but myself? And it was just horrible and it was just a bunch of, um, yeah, it, it could have gone differently, um, of course, um, but of course, when someone else is triggered, of course, they're going to be emotional, too, um, and as, as, as with BPD, we, we tend to trigger people sometimes, uh, a lot, actually, um, so, in that moment, in that morning, they were triggered, and, um, they were trying to logically, like, walk us through it, and we and freaking out, and, um, all we felt was that next emotion, we felt, all I felt was the next emotion was guilt, shame, and sadness, um, and I ended up self-harming later on, and it was just one big mess, but, um, yeah, it could have, looking back, it could have been avoided if, um, and this is for, uh, people for BPD, um, straight toward you, um, if I had taken a couple seconds, and instead of directly writing my ex, um, like, just letting it all out so I can relax again type of thing, I should have written it down in a journal or something, and if I really want to share it with them in the hours after 3 a.m., then I can ask, hey, are you okay if I share this with you? I really want to talk about it. Um, and for those who do not have BPD, um, please, please, please understand where we're coming from. We have so much baggage, so much trauma. And um, if, like, um, uh, in that moment where you might get triggered or emotional, uh, just like us with BPD, I know it's so hard to control, um, but instead of blaming us and, uh, trying to, like, logically walk us through it, just hold off a second, I know it is so hard, um, but when you guys, um, like, I guess, emotionally lash out, or logically and calmly say this was wrong, it feels like denial, it feels like invalidation, it feels like 
we are once again about to be abandoned and everything's going to change and you hate us and you're going to leave. Um, so just if possible, of course, I mean, again, it takes work on both sides, um, when you're in a relationship with someone with BPD, um, just, um, you know, whatever works for you to always try to, that's another thing, I guess I should make this point number two, but, um, always try to talk about communication and stuff before, like, when you guys are both calm, um, so you guys can remember that conversation, like, write it down, um, a list of, uh, well, I'll get to that later, um, but, yeah, that's the main thing, and, yeah, it, it, it would just clarify a lot, um, let's just move on to point number two, which would be, um, when you guys are calm, talk it out, communicate, um, communication is key here, um, I'm so sorry, I'm gonna bring up my ex again, um, but, when we, we, I had asked them, um, what are your triggers, so I knew what their triggers were, their triggers were, and I tried at all costs to avoid them, um, they were, like, certain words, stuff like that, and, um, I, that, that's different than boundaries, in my opinion, um, because boundaries are more of, like, in action, well, I'm not really sure how to describe it, but, um, when you guys are calm, go over triggers and boundaries, have it written down, this is a big thing, because again, I touched on before, a borderline, when they're having an episode, will not remember, um, and if someone with BPD, um, decides to write in a journal, whatever's triggering them, or whatever, before sharing it with their, um, with another person, um, they would see those boundaries and triggers in the, um, journal, and I know it is so hard when you're emotional to think logically, like, hey, I need to write this in a journal, um, but it, it does help a lot, um, so communication, um, write it down, um, most definitely write it down, or maybe I, at one point, I, I was thinking about just displaying it on my wall, so I can see it at all times, because, emotions hit every day, every time, maybe I don't have my journal nearby, maybe have it on the notes on my phone or something, you know, um, yeah, um, communication is key, and for someone, for the person who does not have BPD, when you are setting a boundary, you have to be clear, okay, you can't just say, like, assume that, um, someone with BPD will piece it together, or something like that, um, so, like, for example, um, with my former mentor, I'm sorry, with my ex, um, sorry, you can hear the cat purring again, um, we, 
uh, well, they had um, a problem with my gift giving, and that is one of my love languages. I'm not very good with words. I mean, you listen to my podcast. Um, I'm I'm absolutely horrible with words. Um, I'm surprised you guys actually understand what I'm saying. Um, so I. I, I like to give things because, in my mind, I thought it was, like, a, a romantic gesture. Uh, for me, it meant, I have you on my mind all day, so when I go anywhere, I'm thinking of you, and I saw this. Because I was thinking of you, I made a connection, and I want to give it to you so you can smile, and we can all be happy. Because when you're happy, I'm happy. Um that that's my logic um but for my ex um not gonna get into their business because that's private that's their business um but it was a boundary for them and i didn't know um you know past the the honeymoon phase of our relationship of course i i try to cling on to that and i just continued the gift giving and all that um but they ended up having a real problem with my gift giving and I didn't even know. Um, it was, they would get annoyed, they would get irritated, but I never picked up that it was because of my gift giving. And when they said, hey, uh, if you get this gift, I will be angry. It was over text. And this is another key point uh, for communication. Do not do it over text, do it face-to-face, or on FaceTime, Skype, whatever, because you guys need to hear the tone of the voice, you need to hear the intuition, intuition, uh, whatever, um, you need to see each other's reactions, you cannot, uh, do it over text, because it is going to be read with whatever that person who's reading it, um, is thinking basically so when my ex had said don't get me this gift or else i'll be angry or you know like something like that i thought they would they were joking um it it wasn't clear to me that they were being serious um that they were actually bothered and i never put the connection that they were annoyed or irritated because i kept giving gifts um type of thing and i thought it was just because they were worried about my financial situation or something like that um, no, it ended up being a really hard boundary for them. Um, and, um, I didn't know. Um, and one time I even asked, uh, maybe a month before our breakup, hey, um, does my gift giving bother you? Because I guess I was sort of picking up on the vibe. And they had said, I got used to it. Um... So, it, 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 it might be, you might pick up on it if you have a normal brain, but with someone with BPD, that was a green light for me. That was like, oh, okay, they're fine with it. Um, so yeah, definitely have to be clear, write things down, do it face to face, um, and, uh, just you you have to be direct and another point um i guess bonus points um give 
I know it's a lot. That some would be to be a lot. But give reassurance after you set that boundary. Um, you don't have to give your reason for that boundary, of course. But just say, it's not because I don't. It's not because I hate you, and it's not because of this or that. Um, this is just a boundary that I have for my own safety and sanity um, type of thing. Okay, um, I've kind of rambled for a while now, so thank you if you've gotten to this point. I guess it's point three or four, um, because in my rambling I have lost track. Um, but for point... Uh, three or four, never assume and never, um, yeah, just don't assume that we know, um, because like for, um, ghosting, at least for my type of borderline personality disorder, um, for me, ghosting has the opposite effect that it would when a normal person has it um it means like you you for your own reasons you're ghosting me or you're not talking to me for a little bit maybe you have your own problems or you're busy or whatever um but instead of picking up on that vibe that you don't want to deal with me that you just can't right now or you're just absolutely done or I'm breaking a boundary, but I am not aware of it. Um, you have to tell us again. It's about communication. You have to be direct. Ghosting does not work. Um, because when you start to ghost me, I am only going to text you more. I'm only going to reach out more. I am only going to say more. Um, I'm, I'm not going to. I don't even like what I'm saying and people would be pity. I apologize. This is just the way um, that other people perceive things. Um, But I'm going to say more sob stories so that you can pity me or whatever it is. Um, In reality, it is just uncontrollable emotions that I need to express or else it will fester. And unfortunately, a lot of the side effects of that is self-harm or worse um so that's why we express it so many times but anyway i digress um ghosting does not work at all don't ghost that will only continue to fracture the relationship because um maybe you're not completely done with that person maybe you just need to take a little break maybe um just for that day, you you can't deal with something. Um, if you just don't text back, we're going to text more, which will then in turn make you uh, want to separate more from us. And we're not going to see it that way. We're going to continue to reach out. And then finally, it's going to reach its breaking point, And you're like, that's enough. I can't do this anymore. Goodbye. Um... Like, for example, this happened with my former mentor. Um, She had reached out to me, um, said, hey, uh, if you need anything, like, let me know. Like, um, I'm here for you. I want to help you type of thing. Um, Unfortunately, here's another thing. Do not say that. 
if you know what borderline personality entails and you yourself have a lot of trouble with depression, anxiety, and suicidalness, um, because we will take you up on that offer and we are a lot. Um, so they had reached out and, um, it was okay for a while, but see our minds with BPD, we need constant reassurance. Our minds go in circles all the time. We spiral. We are super elated one minute and then the next we're super down. Um, so we're not manipulating you in that way. Um, we're just, our emotions are everywhere. And again, we don't really think clearly when we are having that emotion. So, uh, she had reached out to me. Everything was fine for a while. Um, but then she started to have her own stuff going on. But to me, she was separating. She stopped answering texts. She was, um, like it would be weeks, days. Um, and I would just continue to text, 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 text. And, um, finally, I unfortunately made a visit to the hospital. And, um, when I got out, she had said, okay, I can't do this anymore. Um, we can still be friends, blah, 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 but we can't talk about this stuff anymore. Um, I can't do it. And that's great um that she set boundaries with me unfortunately it was right after i got out of the hospital and uh let me tell you the hospital does nothing (laughs) especially for people for with borderline personality disorder and um unfortunately um it was after weeks and months of i guess trying to go not purposely maybe but just not texting which just made me spam more and be more emotional and and the boundaries that she had set that much later a lot of them were things that I was bringing up when she wasn't answering um so my point here is set those boundaries sooner rather than later because that was the point where I realized I can no longer trust completely in someone um no matter what they promise at first it can always change um so yeah it was a big moment for me and don't try to just don't assume that someone with bpd and you know what maybe if she ever hears this i'm sorry that is just how i perceive it that's how i see it um and that's what happened um in my eyes my brain and, um, yeah, if those boundaries were set earlier, it would have been much healthier. Um, but they, she had said, hey, reach out to me for anything. So I took up on that offer and I did it to the breaking point. Um, so yeah, um, just be clear and don't try to ghost. Don't assume that we know, don't do little hints be direct um and do not promise anything that you cannot keep that you know you can't keep um because that will end up breaking us 
and you know it may not seem such a big deal for you maybe a month later you forget about us or forget about the situation no we are going to be festering in that self-loathing in that self uh reflection in that constant state of what if in that constant state of i i messed up again this is all my fault um so yeah Okay, uh, thank you for listening. I might make, remake this one later on when I'm less rambly. Um, because this is a very long episode, and thank you for listening if you made it all this way. And I hope it helped a little bit. Um, just, yeah, I hope it helped. Um, again, it is very rambly. I'll try to make another one with clear points. Um, but thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have an amazing day.